When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Movie Dumpster Season 5, Episode 18. Today we're talking about Jacko from 1995, directed by Steve Latshaw. I'm Joel Escola. And I'm Sean O'Rourke. Welcome to The Dumpster. Well, the second episode of Trick or Trash is finally here. And uh, just in time for <laughs> just, Halloween, just in time for the end of the month. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been uh, a busy month behind the scenes, it's, Joe. It's been a very busy month, but hey, fruitful, but busy. We had one other one in pocket that we were going to do, but we decided to hold off because we wanted to make sure we got this out and a couple of like ripe reviews and stuff. Yep. And some stuff for Patreon. We wanted to make sure we kind of hit all the notes uh, before the uh, month was over. Um, so we so we dialed it back to two for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, shit happens, as the predator says. <laughs> And, uh, well, we got something, uh, I don't know, special? Is that the right word to use? Festive, most definitely. Uh, absolutely festive. Asso- absolutely Very, festive. Very, uh, Halloween, uh, uh, centric. Yeah, yeah, Halloween yeah. centric. It takes place on Halloween, which is, which, which is the goal with, which is with the trick goal. or trash. <laughs> That's what we're going for. I mean, Demonic Toys was, you know, borderline. There's that flashback, it, but it, it had that caveat. Now, this was Jacko is what we're talking about today. And uh, or we Jack O'Lantern, according to the title card. Jacko Lan- Jacques O'Lantern. Oh, okay. could, that could be it, too. I think they spelt it wrong. Yeah, but maybe. Okay. That's the French version, right? <laughs> I don't he think wears this a, movie got a French he, version. He wears a fucking beret, maybe. What, know. the Jacko, the pumpkin man? Yeah, and he beats you with a baguette. Yeah. I think he picks you up and goes for a backbreaker, <laughs> but then he's about to get sued by a different... P monster. Okay, so, so he so he switches it up and he does like over the shoulder kind of thing. P, P head versus Jacko. Pump, well, they do call him Pumpkinhead Jack. Uh, they call him a few different. They call things. him a few different things. Nobody has a story straight or the nursery rhyme, but we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think P head <laughs> just creams this guy in a fight. But okay, <laughs> this this was on the roster last year and we we moved it. Well, we picked a, another film that yeah. I absolutely love called, uh, what was that called? Halloween? Uh, what the fuck was that? I was about to say Halloween Town. What was that movie I hated? Haunted Ween. Haunted Ween. Wow. I like Haunted Ween. Okay, here's a question. Do you think Haunted Ween is better or, or what would you rather watch? Jacko? Jacko, easy. Or ha- really? Yes. Wow. That, that might not be a glowing endorsement. It might be. Find wow. out. I, that is a hearty disagree <laughs> from this guy. I'd rather watch Well, it's going to be an movie. interesting episode then. <laughs> I'd rather watch Haunted Ween. Not that I don't like Jacko, but, but I'll for watch sure. the ridiculous baseball scene where he's got the Mets hat on. I'll watch yeah. that part, even though I don't remember liking it. I'll watch that. Okay, you got it. You had a whole you have a whole dance montage with a music video in the middle. 
I completely forgot about that. Yeah, where they're like the the you know the uh, they're building the haunted house oh, montage. Yeah. I get, oh, that's funny now that you say that. I, I didn't even like make that correlation as I was saying. Swap it out, Jack O out yeah, for that. Yeah. They both have Halloween haunted house themes. Yes. Well, they're huh. both, and they also both take place on Halloween. Yeah. So this is directed by Steve Latshaw. Okay, and. It's produced by Fred Olin Ray. So let's just get that out in the open right before we get to that stuff. But yeah, I do want to yeah. mention that uh, uh, Steve has worked with Fred a lot. Mm-hmm. This is, so him and uh, Jim Wynorski specifically, yeah. a lot of titles related to those two. Either he was the writer or the producer. Yeah. even Well, actually, I don't think Steve was actually the producer, but you, he was editor or, or uh, writer on a lot of yeah, these. Yeah, editor or writer. I, he only directed a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um he directed Dark Universe with for Fred Olin Ray and uh, the second, the unofficial sequel to Biohazard. Also for Fred, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Biohazard, the alien force. That's like, what's funny about that? I read that. And I was like, I didn't even know that there was an unofficial sequel. And then when I thought about it, I was like, oh, you mean like uh, Metamorphosis, the alien factor, <laughs> which is the fucking unofficial sequel Deadly to Spawn. Deadly Spawn, which Ted Boas also produced that, and we know that Ted is friends with Fred. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, he's talked about it. It's mm-hmm. in it's in Ted's book, The Making of the Deadly Spawn. But uh, yeah, he wrote uh, uh, Curse of Komodo and Megaconda. <laughs> Very okay. quality films, folks. Uh, Planet Raptor Crash Point Zero with Treat Williams, I, by the way. I saw the, the, the poster on Wikipedia. I was like, okay, Treat. Sure. I anything with that man is a treat for sure. <laughs> There's no budget anywhere on the page, but okay, he was in it. And of course, the classic uh Invisible Dad. Oh, obviously. Yes. Just as good as Ghost Dad, I'm sure. Just as good. <laughs> Never heard of it. We should do like a Universal Monsters kids movie thing. Like huh. we should do Under Wraps and like Frankenstein and Me, Invisible Dad and a Step Monster. Oh, now you're talking. I would rather just those are the fucking monsters of the MDU. Like when they're well, those are the ones on the Doritos commercials in the they're, MDU. They're the MDU's Monster Squad. Well, we're the Monster Squad, and they're the uh, they're the well, legally, right. yeah, yeah. they're the legally distinct monsters that you're not allowed to copy well, that have right. copyrights. There on you them. go. There mm-hmm. you go. Lines up. Mm-hmm. They're just a little shittier than the real thing. Well, <laughs> in some case, arguably better in some. Well, under wraps, I would maybe argue a little better than some versions of the mummy. I but. love the idea of switching out a uh, creature from the Black Lagoon for a fucking Chapopkin. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm all about that. So yeah, like I said, this is produced by Fred Olin Ray. And if you don't know who Fred Olin Ray is, edumacate yourself uh, with some some B movies. Uh, particularly, my favorites uh, would be uh, um, Alienator. Um, definitely check out Scalps is another good one. Uh, and bio, the first Biohazard is, is good. You know, they're low budget films, uh, but, uh, from the heyday of the low budget, uh, era. So I'll hate them, obviously. Um, probably. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd give them a shot. I'm always open to giving something yeah, a shot. I, I'm, I'm always, I'm always more forgiving. You know, you're like, oh, why do you like to shoot movies? I'm always more forgiving, especially for independent films then, because again, they were shot on film. Oh yeah. And they really didn't have a lot of resources. Literally shoestring budgets. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were talking about Scared to Death. Mm. And, like, there was no money for that. There was even less money for fucking Jacko, you know? Yeah, I mean, they're shooting this on weekends, I think I read. Well, not only are they shooting... So, before we get to that... Okay, okay. I just want to talk about Fred Olin Ray a little sure. bit. And like, you know, he's he's kind of like B-movie royalty. He's up there with Wynorski. Easy. Not, like, under Corman, but equal with Wynorski. Uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah. He, just because he's done so many things, different yeah. things, honestly, too. Oh, lots of different stuff. And almost 
entirely from my understanding a low budget which yeah that takes some skill and it's almost like you know we talk about full moon and we talk mm. about like the kind of richard band pool of people and how they all kind of like interweave throughout all yeah. of those films for full moon and empire pictures and stuff it's the same kind of thing with fred and corman movies and jim winorski and 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 brink stevens and uh, oh, yeah. michelle bauer and linnea quigley like they all kind of ebb and flow in right. there and then there is spillover to uh for uh you know, full moon stuff like David oh, yeah. Coteau is also doing stuff with both. So it's kind of like this big B movie uh, kind of family thing. I mean, I feel like that era, like the early 90s, 80s, yeah. were, were the heyday of that. They were not, I that, mean, not that obviously people aren't making B movies today. Sure. But. but it was also like it was in demand mm -hmm. then. I mean, I mean, we can go on a whole side tangent uh, well, about, right, yeah. about about films and independent films and how people are going to make a film no matter what. Sure. And there's like, there's, I mean, it's the best time to be a filmmaker right now and the worst time at, at the same time. Right. You have all the tools available to you, but everybody can do but it. But everybody yeah, can do yeah. it or thinks they can do it. Uh, so they do. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. There's a few things behind the scenes of Jacko specifically that I want to tackle. And one, one of them is the fact that like this movie was made like Fred Olin Ray was like, I got some scenes from some other unproduced <laughs> stuff or like outtakes from some yeah. other movies that I worked on. And, uh, I need you to write a script around it. Right. So that we can make this movie uh, to incorporate all the shit in it because he, he cleverly has uh, B-roll or unused stuff from unproduced films or like not finished films of like John Carradine. Right. And bring Steve stuff with Brink Stevens, which we'll, we'll talk about as it comes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to give away all the fun stuff. I want to talk about it as okay, we go. I mean, Brink Stevens, that's fun. Well, yeah, she was in a sorority babes from the slime ball. Yeah, she in was. the slime ball ballerama. Yeah, that we covered. And uh, Michelle Bauer that you just mentioned, and Michelle who was not in this film, but who, you mentioned who, who is not appearing in this film. <laughs> but Linnea is true. Well, there you go. In full, in full regalia, uh, in her birthday uh, suit. That yeah, is. six degrees of Linnea Quigley. Yeah, Linnea is great. She what a sweetheart, man. Uh, Every I, time I've met that woman, she's been amazing. Ah, uh, she's great, and, and especially with this movie. She was only on set for three days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they get their money's worth on this one. Okay, so did, she did an she did an intro for our show. Yes, she, she wanted to be on the show at one point. So maybe I'll maybe I'll uh, use that IOU or rain check or whatever the fuck. Like you Linnea, call we're it. a little bit more well known now. <laughs> we have video. If that does anything, we for have you. video. We'll talk about one of the better films. Uh, no, you cannot be naked in it. We'll immediately get kicked off the channel. I, she would probably be like, oh, "Sorry, boys, you got to charge for that." Well, it was a joke, Joe. I didn't I, think she'd also, actually do it. This is also true. But if she did. I personally wouldn't be into it, but I know people would be into it. According to Fred Olin Ray, everybody will be into it. <laughs> so maybe I got to take a tip from Fred. Maybe the guy knows a what he's talking about. A tip or a tit? Uh, uh, just the tip, the tippies. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's what people are going to be expecting, Joe. So this is written by Pat Patrick Moran. Now, that name did sound familiar when I read that. Um, He hasn't done much. Uh, again, he's. I believe he's writing stuff for Fred Olin Ray. Um, but he was tasked to kind of put this all together. Fred was like, hey, I have this footage. Uh, here's this idea that I have about Jacko and all this shit, like the legend and all that stuff. And it was like, OK, here, I need a screenplay. I need you to write a screenplay that incorporates all of these things. And Pat was like really excited to do it because um, he was able to, um, you know, use footage of people like John Carradine and right. Stevens and stuff and kind of kind of pepper them in and kind of build around it, which he really enjoyed doing. So that was cool. So he had a he had a fun time writing the movie, but he also plays the titular Jacko. Oh, okay. And he is a producer on the film as well. Okay. Seems like a cool guy. 
I, I know the director also was involved in the script writing, but I don't know to what capacity. I think Steve Steve came up with the story, I think, with Fred, too. Okay, okay. Um, so there's a lot of discontent behind the scenes of this. Yeah. Uh, but, but before we get okay. to that... It's on like, the tip of my fucking tongue. Like you said, they shot this all... Now, you gotta remember, like... We're shooting on film. This is shot for like barely any fucking. There was no money. Talk about shoestring. And they did it on weekends. So this movie comes out in 1995, but it could have been shot for like two years. Well, I, I, I saw before an, that an IMDb. They said they started pre-production at the end of '94. Uh, okay, so I like only took them about a year to put it out. But wow, I guess shooting on weekends though. Yeah. But even like, even like there's, there's not that much reused footage. I mean, there is a lot of reused footage, but, um, it doesn't feel that way, but it, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like they did a lot yeah. in those weekends is what I'm saying. And like, especially for the way that a lot of this movie's lit and stuff, like there are some really good scenes, like quality, like scenes that, mm-hmm. uh, that look great. Um, better than they have any right to actually tell you the truth. Look better than some of the low budget movies that are put out today. That's for sure. I would agree. Yeah. And just real quick, I kind of like the score of this movie. I'm kind of into it. It doesn't bother me. I mean, you definitely get some of my favorite circus music occasionally. <laughs> but you know I fucking well, circus music. With shit. that said, though, I think in this film it actually does work, mm. uh, especially since even though this, I don't know if we want to get into this when the movie starts, but like this is. Kind of a kids movie, but not really. Well, that was kind of the intent, but we can talk about that okay, as because we go. I guess I bring that up specifically because I feel like because of that, I feel like the music fits it fairly well. Yeah, well, it and ha- it's not just circus music. Like that is one of the tracks for sure, but there's other just general like cool kind of horror style music. I, I don't exactly know what the deal is with the composing of it, but I do know that Steve's main goal was to make it like a family orientated classic type of horror story. Okay, without the tits <laughs> and the blood. <laughs> But then Fred was, Fred was like, I want tits and blood in it, and then we'll, we'll get yeah. to it. Well, well, Fred was like, we need to get some asses and seats here, Steve. Yes. So this movie gets released on tape in the 90s, 95, um, but then it comes out on DVD in 2002 with the infamous commentary track with Steve Latshaw and Fred Owen Ray going at it with each other, <laughs> blaming each other for shit. Uh, I think it's a lot. I, I, it's a lot of Steve blaming Fred and Fred saying, "What are you getting so bent out of shape about?" And then Steve getting upset. I think. Well, I think Steve was mostly upset because this is like one of the only movies he directed. He says it in the commentary. People, he goes, "Fred, I, this is all I have. Yeah, this is all I got." Could have been more respectful because if you had. Uh, we'll talk about and, the movie, obviously, like, but, like, I, but, like, I get that. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, Fred, what the fuck does Fred care? He's got all these other movies, yeah, yeah. and, like, Steve's got, like, a couple, and the other movie's a fucking Fred Olin Ray movie, too. Right, right. That's not even owned by anybody, no, really. No, uh, that's the other thing. Uh, th- this He's is, not getting any money. Listen, Ghostbusters has an amazing commentary track. Uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall has an amazing commentary track. Yeah. The Lord of the Rings has amazing commentary tracks, but yeah. this might be my all-time favorite commentary <laughs> track. It's so entertaining. Uh, just because, like, uh, uh, listen, I'll, I'll just say this up front. I'm not crazy about this movie, and I'll explain why as we talk. Sure. But, like, the commentary, like, when there was a slow scene, I'd fire it on just to see what the fuck they had to say. Yeah. And some of the stuff coming out of their mouths was great. And there's, like, a YouTube video if you don't want to sit through the whole movie, which I would still recommend doing. But if you want the, the super cut, it is on YouTube of some of the better one-liners. Yes. And what you should do oh, yeah, is pick go. up this brand new Blu-ray from Retro Media. With, um, with an incredible transfer, I gotta say. I mean, the transfer is really good. I, I'm very surprised. This is an indie label that um, 
I feel like they just started putting out, really pumping some stuff out, because I also picked up uh, The Dead Next Door, which we are definitely going to cover. They just put that out. Don't know what it is, but okay. But it's but it's cool. It's nice. It's another independent zombie movie. It's oh. really great. I think you're going to like it. Sign me up. Uh, but uh, they did it, the, the the packaging on this is great, and I got like the limited edition one signed by Linnea, just because I thought that was a cool thing to have. And 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 yeah, but um, this has the 2002 DVD commentary track, the infamous one with uh, Fred and Steve, but it also has a brand new commentary track on it as well. Oh, okay. Uh, for the Blu-ray specifically. Mm. So pick that up for Retro Media. Yeah, I would highly Doom recommend Doom is solid. Support <laughs> independent business and uh, B-movies. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could talk about what they say on that for a while, but maybe if a, a couple of things pop in my head as we're talking about the movie, we could mention them. Yeah. But yeah, they they really, basically to the point where they tell each other to go fuck themselves at the end of the commentary. <laughs> and the last like seven minutes of the movie are just silence. <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, I mean, I can believe it. Yeah. It's also like. To get insight of like what was going on on set, I mean, again. These people are shooting as much as they possibly oh, yeah. fucking can on the weekend. So, like, there is no time for a second take. There is no time to, like, notice all the different things. And I think it's so funny because Fred is giving Steve a hard time for, like, not noticing these mundane-ass fucking things. <laughs> and Steve is getting so fucking pissed off. But the best part is, I mean, Fred's got to know he's fucking with this guy. Fred is pushing his fucking buttons and he knows it. You could tell the whole time, even if you don't know the full story, that these guys have animosity with each other right from the first minute. Well, with this movie specifically. Well, right, but it's like some of the stuff that Fred calls him out on. I feel like Fred is just just a little ribbing, and the guy takes it so personally. Like, yeah. there's a scene later where he's like a character that like Rush Limbo couple. Yeah, is like the guy goes and like, oh, he left the porch light on again, and goes to like turn yeah. it off, but he does it, and Fred calls that out, and he's like, Fred, you know, we didn't have time to reshoot anything. In fact, there was stuff we shot that you forced us to redo. You know, we we you know it was shoot and then go to the next scene and shoot to the next scene. He's like, and Fred's like, no. I get that, but like if I'm a person at home watching this, I would definitely notice that and call it out. And he's like, Fred, Fred, can we move on? This is a sore subject uh, for me. I thought it was hilarious because he, Steve, references Lou Costello, and he's like, and <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, and he's, yeah and he's like, he's like, if if, if, if they if, can see the cigar, yeah, that we're not if, doing our job. Yeah, if the cigar is in this hand, and the next scene it's in a different yeah. hand, and they somebody notices they're not doing their right, job, like right. the movie's not interesting, you know. I on that note though, Joe. You want me to give the block run to you? Are you itching to do this one? Trick or treat, Sean Kelly. Trick or treat, Sean. How you doing? <sighs> yeah. Yes, please. Okay. Give us something good to eat. Uh, basically, I mean, we kind of already spoiled it. There's not much to this movie. There's not. Well, there is the way that you get the the fucking lore delivery. Sure. Little, eh, yeah. But go ahead. Uh, basically, there's this monster. That's in the lore, kind of like I said, I kind of joke about it, but similar to Pumpkinhead, that it's a lore in, in this neighborhood. Jacko, Jacko, the Pumpkin Man. You could say he's a he's a demon of revenge as well. Yeah, he is actually yeah. because it, basically the setup is that like a hundred years ago, this uh, guy John Carradine, who was like a warlock or some shit, was was killed by the Kellys' ancestor. Yeah, it was like right next to Trantor and <laughs> Ernest P. Worrell's uh, Phineas putting yeah, him in yeah. the fucking ground. Yeah. I think it's I think David Car David Car John Carradine. Uh, I think that scene was like removed from fucking the Dungeon Master. I think that was a missing scene from that movie. The Mystique, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, he he basically curses that family and the town in general. Mm -hmm. And then in the present time, ninety five or whatever, uh, the monster comes back and starts just offing people. And we have this little boy, Sean, Sean who, Kelly, Sean Kelly. You have to say his whole name uh, every time, right? Uh, fair enough. Uh, just uh, like all the characters in the movie. <laughs> 
They totally do. You're right. His oh, dad. Sean Kelly his fucking his dad calls him Sean Kelly. Uh, and basically, this kid's trying to solve what the hell's going on mm-hmm. uh, while his family's doing like a haunted house in their garage, raising and, money for the homeless, which is nice. Yeah. And yeah. and, and we kind of come up to this final confrontation between the family and this like witch character that's inserted into the film and Jacko. And that's basically it. Yeah, that's pretty. That's that, that's yeah. the short and the long of it. That's long and short of it. There's also yeah, there some go. other hijinks with Linny. is like a babysitter. Yes. Well, I figured we'd just talk about no, that. No, I know. Yeah, 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 she's but there. Like, but like, she, yeah, she's certainly there. But yeah, this movie opens with like a scene that is fine on its own, but is very clearly added after the fact. I This is my favorite scene in the movie. Kind of like, mine, actually. <laughs> it's my favorite scene in the movie because- <laughs> Which is not a good thing. It's like it's like this fucking- uh, He looks like What's-His-Face from uh, Tales from the Dark Side, uh, Painkiller. Oh my, please don't help yeah. me. Yeah, he kind of does. He kind of looks like that. And he's got this, he's, you know, he's he's got like a Jersey accent yeah. and he's scaring his kid. He's like, Sean, <laughs> Sean Kelly. <laughs> you ever hear the story of Jacko? And he's like telling him this fucking nursery room. It's like, Mr. Jack will snap your spine, whack, 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 and take your head off or some shit like that. And then we have this witch watching them. She's standing up. Well, what's weird is like it's super. This movie's fucking. I'm not even gonna mince words here. It's just edited like shit and disjointed. But I don't think that's the fault of the editor. Like Uh, they're trying to fucking make some magic, man. They're trying to just (laughs) fix and put it together and make a movie. They're pouring glue over the goddamn (laughs) film reel. (laughs) Please work. There's a comic comical sized band aid that's this fucking big on this movie. But yeah, Yeah. you're right. He's telling the story and he's trying to he's trying to literally spook the kid because he's getting off on it. Also giving you like a a a a sort of a lore dump. Yeah. Oh yeah. They do it twice. They do it here and they do it later. But he basically explains. Yeah, years ago, a boy just like you, Sean Kelly. It was actually, it was a Kelly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he says it's that specifically. Family. Yeah. And, and it's, it's Steve was so happy they did this. He's like, yeah. this really adds a uh, a lot of credibility to the film with the old flashback. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I see where you're coming from there, Steve. I, but I, I don't know if it adds that much to it. I think, again, for a low-budget movie, to sure. have to I, have I a agree. period piece flashback, I, yeah, I, I think it does and, and they add look to right. it. Yeah, but, and they even kind of talk right, too. So, like... I think it does add to it a bit. You know I, I mean? guess so. I guess I'm ribbing a little much on well, this guy. But... My point is we're talking about Jacko and we're not talking about another one. Uh, uh, some other one. Sure, that, sure. It's been forgotten. Not yet anyway. Uh, well, right. But does that make sense? Yeah. What, one weird thing in this scene, though, specifically. You know, why the fuck do they have a picture of John Carradine, who's supposedly this evil warlock? Just so you know, as an audience member, that he's who they're after. Like, why is that in there? From what I gathered, it was like a Hatfield-McCoy type deal mm. where it was like these two families that are like intertwined. And they mention the guy in the beginning mentions that the David Carradine character or John Carradine. Well, we're char- going to keep doing that. Sorry. the <laughs> John One's the father, one's the son. Yes. John Carradine from classics like Monster in the Closet on Movie Dumpster. You can go check that out. And The Howling, which coming soon. Um, but uh, John is... In the beginning of the movie, he's told as like that guy's telling little Sean Kelly, he's yeah. like, he's like, he was a maniac and he killed all these people, and then and then and then they killed him and they and he put a curse on the town and Jacko he summoned Jacko to come back, right. and that's like basically what the deal is. So like, I don't know why they would have a picture of him exactly. I don't know. And then you kind of get throughout the film peppered 
throughout like what happened to these like weird dream sequences sean kelly has uh, uh, this movie was also written and rewritten like five fucking times speaking of that commentary i think there's even a line in there at one point when fred's busting uh steve's balls where he's like you know well we gave you the script and you said it sucked and made us redo it and then fred's like laughing so yeah it clearly (laughs) was rewritten a few times (laughs) and then then who knows all like the script isn't necessarily the shooting script, so like, who the fuck knows, oh, well, man? That's like, true. stuff could have just got really lost in translation, and it bops all over the place for what exactly is the real story and why the fuck it's even actually happening. Yeah. But the gist of the fucking film is that John Carradine has put a curse on this town, and it has affected this particular family specifically a hun- yeah. hundred years ago, and they have like this kind of blood feud, right? Why? I don't fucking know. They don't tell you. Do we get the credit or or the title card, which again says Jack O'Lantern? Yeah. I I guess last minute change, uh, which has happened before on this show. Sure. I think it works better as Jacko. Big time. Jack O'Lantern's a little too on the nose. It's also like, oh, that's kind of whatever. And it's like, what's even funnier is like, I feel like they were just like, oh, the pumpkin guy looks fucking cool. And they're like, well. What what does it mean, like, in the lore? And they're yeah. like, I don't know. There was an evil wizard, and he thought that was cool. Well, they also only call him Jacko in the intro. Yeah. Again, I think it was an afterthought. They Doesn't... call him the Pumpkin Man. Yeah. Uh, And then they have, like, two different kinds of rhymes for him. That whack, whack, whack thing. But then the the, the one on the back of the box is Mr. Jack will snap your spine, cut you in half with a scaly vine. I don't know if they even say that in the movie. Maybe in the beginning. The, the little jerk-off kid does that we'll get to. Uh, okay, second, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so so Sean Kelly in weird actually it doesn't crash at the title. The title might have already come up. It, no, Sean t- Kelly wakes the, up in bed, I the, think. The actually. title comes up and uh it fucking it, 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 this scene happens, this whole scene happens, and then it has like the credits. Okay, that's what it is. And then he wakes up, yeah. Right. There's a lot of Sean having like dreams and like Sean Kelly. Sean, excuse me. Lots of Sean Kelly having dreams uh of shit that's happening. Question mark. But also stuff from that story from the flashback, but yeah. also like fake outs just because. Yeah, it, it's super disjointed. And like there's like a lot like as soon as we get to like him going to the house, like after we meet the witch character, Vivian, oh, yeah, yeah. it like it's just a lot of like flashing between things. And it's like, what? Dude, it's like a bad Beekler imitation. Uh, not even like there's just really bad flashes to cut scenes together and like also tell the story like they keep passing. We'll get. to Yeah. It. I My mean, fucking brain is breaking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to take long to get there. No. Uh, yeah. So he's he he's seen like visions. He sees like the pumpkin man walking outside his window, but it's a fake out where he wakes up. A, it's a, a dream within a dream thing. And he does this like three fucking times. But then we also like the next day you meet like his friends who are really just kind of don't like him, but he hangs out with them kind which of is, thing. Which is shitty. Like you have the one girl who's like on the fence and then the one friend who's like your friend, but also your bully at the same right. time. Who's like, oh, there's witches in town. And Sean Kelly's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, there she comes now. She right on drive a car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this woman Vivian shows up. Yeah who is probably, in my opinion, the most annoying character in this film. Uh, and things happen with this character that defy logic. I, <laughs> I don't know, dude. She, like, saves Sean. Saves Sean. Well, because he's getting he gets beat up by fight. his friend. Yeah, yeah. And, um, well, he was throwing rocks at her car, even though yeah. they're, like, in the middle of the street. This kid can't throw for shit, no. by the way. Uh, I guess they didn't want to ruin the car, right? So they were like, no, throw it next to it. Don't <laughs> throw it at it. It was somebody from, the, yeah, from yeah, the cast. Yeah, we can't. Don't throw rocks at my car. <laughs> But yeah, she, Vivian walks him home. Yeah. And then, like, 
his they get to the house and like his dad is like prepping for a fucking spook house a haunted fucking uh uh dookie flyswatter's haunted garage and, and here's an inside joke for just me and joe audience that guy looks exactly like our old friend george's father but skinnier oh he fucking sure uh, does anyway he? there's that <laughs> John- dave and his name's david and, and his that's name george's is dad david. who's david george george Anyway, uh, uh, just just a funny aside. But yeah. he's like out there putting the sign up for the the spook house in the garage. They're gonna give the money to charity. But, but, well, they're gonna give it to the homeless. And like Vivian walks up and she's just like, "Hey, how you doing? Here's your son. He shaved me or whatever." And she, he's like, "Hey, want to help with our spook house tonight?" She's like, "Sure." He's like, "Well, I'll stay for dinner and we'll hang out." And I'm like, "Okay." This and she's fucking, like, excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, you don't know, like, what her deal is no, yet. No, you think it's a little... Well, remember from the intro, she's I, standing in w- the woods. She is standing in the woods, and we don't know if she's a good witch or a bad witch. Uh, are you a good witch or a bad witch? But she's... You don't know how old no, she yeah, is or right. whatever. But, like, it's also a thing of, like... They just welcome this woman in, and she just hangs out in the house the whole time. She comes back... On Halloween, yeah. On Halloween. Hang out. Like, she's holding fucking little, little Sean Kelly. And she's like drinking fucking wine at the house. She's just hanging out. She's like, she's like a, she's like an aunt that never visits. You know what I mean? But then won't leave when she does. Well, also true. But then, like, the mom, like, doesn't want to do anything. Like, doesn't want Vivian there, but she never, like, will say that flat out. She's just like, I'm really creeped out by this woman, David. What's going on with Vivian? This woman's creepy, David. David, David she is has really enlarged eyes. If you're not, if you're not familiar, David's trying to fuck everybody in this. In this, that's uh, a very '90s town. thing where it's like, hey, you wouldn't have a chance, David. Because <laughs> you're hot, oh, shucks. He's like, but I sure want to look at it. That Carolyn, yeehaw. Uh, well, to be fair, Linnea comes on to him. Yeah, well, I think he even makes a comment about that. But yeah, yeah she, this Vivian woman is just weirdly hanging around the house, and this is where you get those scenes you were just talking about. And I, I it's not really Beekler esque. I'm specifically talking about troll. What do, you, what do you mean? Yeah, what do you when mean they, by when that? he walks into the room and he goes into the forest? Mm. So I think it's it's obviously it could be done in any movie, but that's what I thought. He's of. supposed to be. He's he fainted. It's supposed to be uh, a dream sequence, and it just looked it's just done mm, shitty. Yeah, because he's like. But yeah, like Joe just said, he faints, but you don't know that right away. Yeah. And he walks into his closet and he's outside. And it's super like, it's well done. No, but it's like super, well, it's shot, that particular, those right, right, right. shots are shot well, but it's jarring how it's in the movie. Well, cause the, like you said, those, the cuts are like these flashes that want to give you like epilepsy. Yeah, but they're not to the kid. They're like from outside to the, in, right. to, to the dream. Scene to scene. And it's like, wait, who is having this vision? What the fuck is going on? I, I guess Sean, but then why is it cutting back to the fucking family and Vivian? Dude, I don't know. He, she picks him up and she's like, oh, you were having, are you okay? Were you having a dream? You had lots of dreams, don't you? I know what you were dreaming about, that fucking Jacko man, huh? Come on, let's take you inside. Oh my God. And then she like carries her man basically like, and he's like, oh, to mom and dad. <laughs> she's like, like uh. oh, I, I heard him yell out. So I went in his room and checked on him. And mom and dad have no like, they don't bat an eyelash. They're like, oh, oh, are this, you okay, Sean? Kelly, this weird fucking woman is walking around your house, like picking up your kid and like that you met know, 10 minutes ago. Like you met you met her 10 minutes ago and she's like hugging this kid and like, I don't know. I think that's kind of inappropriate. No, I would hope I would have to imagine she was a close personal friend, but like she's not bad directing. Yeah, well, she's not. I, I don't get that. At they all. just met her. Why well, met out in real life? Oh, uh, but yeah. So then like we, we go to the fucking MDU cemetery, baby. <laughs> that's where we're going. 
with these bullies, for lack of a better term. I mean, these drunk teenagers, I guess. These drunk 30-somethings. Wow, they're supposed to be teenagers. Yeah, but like Uncle Sam's there killing that fucking guy. Lionel's there. Fucking Void's pissing on his mother's grave. The zombies are going after a different version of Linnea somewhere in there. Linnea's over there buck naked on a fucking, on a a sepulcher, just like getting down. Yeah. Yeah, they go to this fucking graveyard. and But like... They go to the graveyard, but then they have to go into the woods to find, like, which I actually thought was kind of cool, where they find, like, the gravestones in the, like, brush. Yeah, but they're like, oh, they move the bodies to build the houses, but it doesn't make any sense because they're at the graveyard or some shit. But it's uh, all the Kellys. guys, anybody? Yeah, but it's all the Kellys. Right, well, it's supposed to be their farmland or whatever. And they, they find, Question like, mark. the Jacko, like, cross, which, <laughs> which another... Not to keep referencing it, but the commentary where Fred's like, yeah, why was that cross made out of rubber? And he's like, well, yeah, I was trying to keep the cost down and keep it cheap. He's like, yeah, but like a stick would have looked more realistic. Why don't you just use a stick? And the guy's like, I, I never thought of that. And I'm like listening to this. I'm like, this can't be real. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's definitely a foam rubber yeah, fucking it looks cross. looks like shit. Like wood cross. But that's in the ground where supposedly Jacko was buried. Jacko was buried there. And they end up like... But they also find... uh Old man Kelly's, let's call him, uh, past Kelly, dad Kelly, whatever, his, uh, his grave. Uh, but they find, what the hell is that thing? Oh, the scythe. scythe. The scythe. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And the one dude's like fucking with it, like, whoa, look at this, man. <laughs> and again, well, there's a lot of cutting back and forth. Yeah, this, no, there so is. let's just get it out of the way. Yeah, I figured, let's go by scene by let's scene, just go honestly. Scene by scene because, like, there's a, it's, Again, this movie is padded out to be a feature film. Oh, yeah. So Hence uh, why we get that Linnea scene for a solid two or three minutes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, you don't have to hit pause on that one. It just keeps going. Yeah, You're no, good. Yeah. Start and finish in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> so they fuck around and they're looking for this grave. And uh, the one guy falls onto the fucking cross and like pulls it out of the ground and like fucks with the girl with it. Because she's all, oh, don't do that, don't do that. Yeah, and then they, you know, they release Jacko. The fucking rawhead Rex Lightning comes. <laughs> it kind of does. And and then fucking Jacko comes out of the ground. And, he's, and he looks cool, man. He, he does look really uh, good. The, the, that's where the budget went for, like, the makeup and stuff. Because, like, all of these kills are fucking ass, with the exception of, like, two. Um, yeah, there is one kind of towards the end I actually thought was pretty good. But. Yeah, there's a couple cool ones. Uh, but, uh... Yeah, Jacko comes back and fucking slits this guy's throat and fucking kills the other two. And yeah, Jacko's back. Yeah. And he, uh, he's going to start teleporting around town. He sure, he, he sure is. Because this town, I do not understand the geography on this at all. Uh, he's definitely taking a page out of Michael Myers' handbook and Jason Voorhees' handbook. And he, he's got that fucking Deadpool teleporter on, uh, <laughs> strapped to his fucking chest. Dude, dude, he's kind of just like aimlessly walking around. That's the, that's the problem with this. He's character. in the suburbs, then he's in the woods, then he's in the fucking, like, uh, the rural area. Like, the, you know, what all... is he doing and what his mission is to kill the kid, but like, he's just dicking around, doing bullshit. I, he's trying to find a phone book, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> Jack Kelly, how many Jack oh Kellys are in the area? Uh, well, he'll never. F- well, he won't find Jack Kelly because he'd be looking for David Kelly. But well, yeah. This, yeah, I know, but it's yeah, like yeah, a Sarah yeah. Connor situation. But this is where we get Linnea. Yeah, because mom calls her to babysit uh, uh, little Sean Kelly. Yes, while they do the spook house because they got to collect the money. Can I ask you a question? So they're so they're doing the spook house to raise money for the homeless, and they're like, "Oh, you need a babysitter." 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And he's like, while we have we, money. Why do you got to get money? While we do it in the garage. And I'm like, why isn't the kid part of the yeah, show? Yeah. Like, why well, don't you just dress up and like go out with your mom and dad? Like, why do you, why do you need a babysitter to watch him? Well, because he wants to dress up like Michael Myers and go trick-or-treating. But he wants to go trick-or-treating, but his two other friends are going without a chaperone. Why does he just go with them? I, I don't know. There's like plot. this fucking yeah, but there's like this convoluted ass fucking plot where like Linnea Quigley's his babysitter and then like also brings her sister who's in town Yo. with her fucking biker boyfriend. Right, because Linnea agrees to do it, but she's got a party to go to, so she's like, oh, I'll hand it off to my sister after the first couple hours. She was gonna go to Hull House that night, dude. <laughs> yeah, possibly. What, yeah, possibly. That, yeah, I think so. She wanted to look good for the boys, but uh, you know, she got stuck trick or treating with this little fuck. Well, she also got stuck in the shower again. Let's just spell it out if you're Man. not, because we literally can't show this scene. No, well, we, maybe we could. We could. We'll just uh, put Jacko's over yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the she's thing. totally naked yeah. in the shower for like a, two or three minutes straight. Intercut with like her sister. With, and, and she's her taking boyfriend. her for the fucking soap, but she's like rubbing it all over uh, herself, yeah, right off her, her ass and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is another scene that that the director hates. And he gets into it with Fred in the commentary. Yeah, and pretty Fr- good. Fred's like, well, you could have placed it in a different spot yeah, to make it like, more oh, natural. Oh, no, it's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's the commentary, man. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Then it, the, the pieces are in play. And just side note, I said he's dressing like Michael Myers. He actually is wearing a Jason mask. But also another, another clue into this director's mindset is he clearly doesn't know that much about horror because he says that in the commentary. He's like, guys, oh, he's in the Halloween mask. Oh, God. And Fred's like, Halloween? He's like, that's Jason, Friday the 13th. And the guy's like, oh, oh, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if he Bro, just... have you seen a horror movie? Also, like, I, I think he just meant, like, he's in the Halloween costume. No, he meant... I, he might even say Michael Myers straight oh, up. Oh, well, if he says Michael I, Myers... I'd have to different. rewatch it, yeah. but... I'm um, like, all right, all right, buddy. We get this quick, like, again, this is just, like, inserted in between shit. Yeah. Uh, it's another flashback scene, but I don't even think Jack, Jack Kelly's even present in this fucking scene, but it flashes back, and, like, his ancestors killing Jacko... Well, first we got to get those two people that are dead that are somehow like on the side of the box. This throwaway fucking scene of these two ghosts. Oh, oh yeah, that's why is that even on the side of the box? That is stupid. Of all the things to put on the side, because it's something to put on there. I don't. I guess it looks creepy. Uh, I don't know. It's part of Jack Kelly's family, right? And they they're murdered by the fucking beast, and then uh, they're like, "Help us! Help us!" Yeah, yeah. And then it shows the fucking ancestor guy cut Jacko in half with the scythe and like put the stab him with the fucking right. uh, through like a the cross. And it's like that's not even explained. It's just like why, why this wooden cross and and and, well, and did you have to cut him in half? Could you like totally dismember him? Could you like blow him up? Why is he in a shallow <laughs> grave? It's just like what the fuck. It's also this thing, and again, there's no good rules for this pumpkin man. I'm not trying to rip on this independent film hardcore here, no. uh, but I will point this out because I'm an asshole. You could totally see like. Where the where where the grass is and where this like thing is sticking out, let's say like it's here. Mm. You know, the, the the ground is where this beer is. Yeah, you know, but he sticks it in a coffin down to like here. Well, what they, the fuck? They specifically in the nursery rhyme, it's specifically a shallow grave. 
Okay, I guess I'm getting a little nitpicky there. I well, just thought that was an odd thing. Like, okay, could you match the the, the height on that? You know, I know it was independent. <laughs> and they shot it on weekends, but get a fucking piece of measuring tape. Look, I or know a ruler. And just okay, we had this out of the ground by like 12 inches. And how I, hard is that? <laughs> I thought of that on on, on the fly. I, I didn't prepare that statement. Just came you, up with it. Just you should have been there because there was no fucking time, Sean. It was we we're shooting on weekends. We got to fucking well, I, go. I was like seven, so I don't yeah. know how much I really well, would have uh, helped in that one. Also true. Maybe I could have played the fucking Sean Kelly part a little better. <laughs> I get it was the guy's kid. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you got to get it's your Steve's you kid. Get your kid actors where you can get them. Yeah. but this kid's pretty bad. He's not. He's the second Steve, right? Because it's Steve Miner's uh, kid. <laughs> In uh, in house in house, yes. well, that's like a baby, just about. <laughs> he actually does a better job than this he kid does. in some scenes. So before we move on, I just want to mention this one scene. I kind of already talked about it slightly earlier, but Steve, what are you doing? He he has this fucking couple, this conservative couple in the film that's obsessed with this like Rush Limbaugh like knockoff Limbaugh. Yeah, whatever. He's dead. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. Fuck him. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. But I'm just like Steve. You, like I. I don't want to get too political here. Like, I, 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 listen, Steve, I get where you're coming from, but don't put that in your fucking movie. Like, you're immediately, like, having people, like, turned off. Like, what are you thinking? Well, I had, I had an old couple that lived in my neighborhood that were just like this. And it's like, okay, so the joke is they're conservatives and yeah, they get killed? That's the joke. It's yeah. so stupid to me. That's the joke, because, like, the guy on TV is like, yeah, those fucking, li- those libtards are, are I know. breathing our air and we need to fucking stop them from doing it. Just the eyes couldn't roll further into the back of my fucking head. I, I was like, it, oh, my God. I thought it was funny. And fuck those people. I thought it was funny. They would get eggs every year. Well, they get toilet paper. And they get the toilet paper because he comes out. And he like, he's like the grocery guy. He owns a fucking like right. shop. Uh, uh, a shop. And the kids are like, trick or treat. And he's like, get the fuck off my property. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, you want candy? This is like a candy store. Yeah. That's the scene with the light being left on that. You can go buy it. Calls out. Yeah. But like. Fred's, you know, Fred's fucking with Steve. Oh, yeah. Like, I, that, that's such a stupid thing to get hung I, up on. Well, Steve shouldn't be getting hung up on. I kind of agree with Fred on that one. But Steve yeah, Fred should maybe not mention it. No, Steve wasn't hung up on it. Fred mentions it. And he's like, yeah, you know, I thought it was so stupid because like he says the porch light, but he doesn't turn the porch light off. Yeah. Oh, and Steve's oh, like, yeah. I don't fucking know. Right, well, like, I didn't right. have time <laughs> to turn it off or some shit. And Fred's just like, I wasn't there. <laughs> I just produced it. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, they get. I'll actually mention their kills. Uh, I mean, the one guy. That one gets, is good. He man. gets just kind of stabbed through the stomach. I feel like this might have been one of the first ones they shot. It's got to be. Yeah, he gets the fucking side through the stomach. Um, I love the 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 wife's death. Oh, the the Marv Merchants. Kill. I. It's so fucking good, man. Because she's like, God dang carpet, it's all fucked up. She gets scared because she sees her husband's dead body outside. Right. So she runs back into the kitchen. She slips, she, she grabs a knife because she's like, I got a weapon. I need to find a weapon. She grabs a knife and then slips on the fucked up carpet. And then the knife goes into a toaster and she electrocutes herself to death. <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious I, and amazing. I, I, I like the idea, but the effects are so fucking bad in that dude, scene. Dude, you okay. again, I get it. It's an independent film on a barely any money budget. But, the, but uh, we didn't I, even we didn't even talk about this. All like the roto effect. There are no roto effects, I guess. All of the effects. For shit like, uh, like the end scene where he where Jacko blows up, and even the titles in the beginning is like early mm. CG, really, and it looks like shit. 
It looks like dog shit. I, I will say I appreciate the body the, that they put in there, like her burned corpse. That oh, actually no, did that look was good. Great. The practical stuff was funny. I just, the lightning, I was like, man, this lightning and fog. Could you have done it, some of this a little bit it, more practically? The, the, the lightning I kind of love because it's so bad, but they, the fog has done well. I, the combination doesn't work for me. I mean, the kill, I I, I can appreciate it because it, it's not the killer. Mm-hmm. And those are kind of usually more interesting when you get one of those. But I I was just like, oh, man, I didn't expect it. You know, you don't expect True. it. That's for True. sure. You know, uh, but yeah, we, we go to the Kelly house and they've got the spook house set up and Linnea shows up. And, you know, while mom and dad are running it, you know, she's got her sister there. And she's like in the bathroom and Lania's like, all right, where the hell are you, Julie? I got to go. And she like fucking went out the window and left with her boyfriend yeah, on the motorcycle. Yeah. I love when Lania's coming on to Sean Kelly's dad. That shit's fucking oh, with hilarious. The, well, yeah, he's got the Dracula costume yeah, he's, on. Yeah. Yeah. She fucking she just like leaves him there. I, leaves yeah. her high and dry to go fuck dude in the woods, question mark. Probably my second favorite scene in the film. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're messing around in the woods and Jacko shows up and fucking lops this guy's head off. Well, I meant the scene when she, uh, oh, when they first get out in the woods. So I guess this would be my third favorite scene. Oh, the, oh, that. The, you, you get, so you get some more boobs. Yep. <laughs> you liked her boobs better than Linnea's boobs? Uh, I mean, I don't want to be ageist here, but there's about the 13 year difference there. I wasn't necessarily as into Linnea and it's not, you know, necessarily my type. That's but uh, that's, that's that's a fair. personal thing. OK, uh, well, you I, know, <laughs> and I was not, you know, ex- Sean's thing now. I wasn't expecting it. Linnea, I was expecting uh, it. you got a little Snoopy show and you were uh, yeah, a okay. little bit, a little yeah, bit. It's yeah, not yeah, a long yeah. one, but it's a little yeah, one. A little but yeah, s- th- that that kill is fucking the best kill in the film, Uh, in my opinion. Yeah, okay. Mine's my favorite's the the one at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause like the head cut off, you don't see it, and I'm like, that's bullshit. But then yeah. you see that body. Ooh, oh, yeah. Like, okay, go, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, but I also like the toaster one, man. That fucking shit's funny. Listen, I get it. It just doesn't work for me. <laughs> so then Lania's like taking Sean Kelly trick-or-treating. And they end up in the playground, and Jacko shows up and like doesn't hits, kill her, of course. Like, hits Lenny in the face and, like, knocks her out for the rest of the movie. I thought she would be dead, but she's not. She's, she stays yeah. uh, alive. <laughs> and it chases Sean Kelly. But this is also after, like, Jacko teleported to the spook house, you, but doesn't really do anything there. Scares, he scares the kids in the fucking garage and then proceeds to go to Jack Kelly's room and, like, run the side across his across his bed and like rip it open and like step on a picture on the fucking floor but wasn't vivian there the whole time she didn't see any of this vivian's like played as like malicious and then not yeah you can't get a handle on this one yeah and then she's like no i'm a good guy uh by the way your son is the only person who could stop jacko and we're actually joined uh, by a feud and a curse that goes back a hundred years between our families. I, I love when she's telling this story to to, to David, and, like, and he's just sitting there, like at first, what? like yeah, he's like interested at first, and then like when she gets to that part, he's like, oh, <laughs> like realizing I let this fucking woman in my house. Like he doesn't say that; you can see it on his face. Now though. it's all unlocking in his brain, and he's like, "You need to get the fuck yeah. out of here. Where's Wait, my son? Your family hates my family, and I've been getting chummy with you. What?" <laughs> Jacko is chasing Sean Kelly yeah. after he knocks out Lania and chases him back to his house. Right. And then, like... Oh, my God. There's right. This, there's a this, stuck door. The door. There's, like, a stuck door they fucking set up in the beginning. Right. And then, like... Which I guess is a, a reference to the, the Leper Man, which is a movie that has a similar sequence. Oh, I don't know. But the little girl actually gets killed by the monster. No idea. But like, it's I, going off the commentary track. That's just, what they said. Uh, whatever. It, it's established earlier that uh, 
He got a juice box, like one of those fucking hug juices. Ah, what am I going to do with this? And, and they're like, like, ah, juice. Linnea's like, I can wash down all that candy. It's like, all right. Makes sense. I remember getting those as a kid. That was almost as bad as pennies. I never got the hugs as a kid. Not hugs. Like Yeah, yeah they're called hugs. I just drank them. I had no idea what they're called. They, they, they had like that artificial sweetener or that artificial flavor that fucking like burned the back oh, yeah. of your throat. But but yeah, you're right. Like you see the monster come up and you see the juice hit the window. And yeah. I, not for a second that I think that was blood. <laughs> I was I didn't I, I didn't think it was juice, but I didn't think that the kid was dead. But the way they call that back and she picks up, she's like, I wasn't blood. It was juice. I know where they're going. They're going to the graveyard where the fucking the apparently it's part of the ritual that Jacko has to kill this kid in the fucking uh, 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 grave, the shallow grave. You know, again, is Rumpelstiltskin like one over? Oh my god, I was thinking about Tim and Eric's bedtime stories oh, when go. Eric's laying in the fucking uh, <laughs> in the hole and Tim's throwing the dirt on him, and his family's watching like goodbye. Because <laughs> uh, that's basically what happens. This fucking Jacko starts in the in the most ineffective way possible. He's like, put- get that, get in the hole, kid. Yeah. And then he's like pushing the dirt in with the scythe, and it's like, okay, this is gonna take a couple hours. I love how they don't bury him completely, but they cover him just enough in dirt. And then later, it's like this kid coming out of the ground. Wow, yeah. Anyway. uh, The parents show up. They show up with Vivian, and Vivian's like, we gotta make a cross or something. And it's like... They find that rubber thing. It must cut back to them like three or four times of them building this cross. Not just like, oh, we got this cross, put it together, we're there. It's like, oh, there's Jacko doing a thing, and we're still hammering. And we're still hammering, and we're just putting this fucking cross together. So she runs out there, and she's like, Jacko! She doesn't say Jacko, but she's like... Pumpkin she's like, Man! Pumpkin Man! She definitely doesn't say Jacko. They didn't, my, my, they didn't know that was the name yet. My great-grandfather or whatever, great-great-great-great-grandfather put you away, and now you have to go back to the Shadow Realm or some shit. And Jacko's like, fuck you. Yeah, gets her with the scythe. Dude, He this is great. He fucking stabs her in the stomach and he like picks her up yeah. and does, does the fucking toss. I love that. But granted, again, I don't feel like I feel like I have to keep saying this. I get it's independent film, but goddamn, that dummy looks bad. I loved it because it was so cheap. <laughs> fair great. enough. Fair it's enough. Great. Uh, it just, I don't know. Why couldn't you just lift her up? I don't know. Uh, it's expensive. People don't think about that when you when you go to make a movie and people are like, oh, it'll be easy. We'll just yeah, we'll just lift her up and we'll throw it. It's like. No, you have to make sure she's safe and nah, she's standing up on a thing and all this stuff. And like, if there's a thing lifting her up, like it all has to be, everything has to work right because somebody can get hurt. Fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and even though this is a low budget movie, it's still working within some kind of uh, parameters of a professional setting. You know what I mean? I just think the dummy could have looked a little bit more proportional to the actual actress. Listen, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> I'm just telling you <laughs> no, the yeah, facts. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, but then like. She dies and like David and I don't remember the mom's name, but they're like shocked. And then Sean Kelly, like you said, sits up and like gets his hands on that cross and he's like, come at me, pumpkin man. He goes, get away from my parents, pumpkin man. My mom and dad. Oh, my mom. It's like, why? I I get that the movie has presented him, I suppose, as the hero. But like, why is this little kid the hero? Vivian says that he is the key. I guess and that Jacko yeah. needs to kill him before he kills Jacko. But instead of like Jacko just killing this kid, he's like trying to bury him in all this bullshit. Like, why didn't you just like cut uh, his fucking head off? And then Jacko, like a fucking Three Stooges character, fucking trips over oh, his whoa, own whoa, 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 whoa. cape or something. No, no, no. Or dad ru- bum rushes him. I yeah, think. yeah. That's what happens. Jack Kelly lifts up the fo- little Jack Kelly or little Sean Kelly lifts up the fucking cross at the end. 
and dad like tackles Jacko into the cross and it stabs Jacko in the stomach. And then he fucking gets up and dis and, and starts like lighting on fire this bad fucking CGI fire and like this shitty effect where he explodes into a CG monstrosity. Yeah. Looks like shit. And then the uh It's a very it's very it, like it's very dissatisfying. Like why couldn't you just have like lit this fucking thing on fire? Uh maybe they maybe they shot it out of order and they still needed the costume mm. and they only had one. It's possible. <laughs> so then the movie just wraps up. It's suddenly daytime. Julie steps out of the woods disheveled. The sun comes up yeah. and she crawls out of like a fucking aqueduct or some shit. Uh, yeah, she finds Linnea passed out in the fucking playground and then they just like shamble. They're like, huh, what happened? They shamble back to like Sean Kelly's parents' house for some reason, I guess to see if he's okay. And they're all kind of like walking down the street at the same time and like meet in the middle and are like, oh, Carolyn, oh, Sean Kelly. Oh, hey, Julie. Oh, hey, David. Hey, mom. And it's like, Let's go back home and get some pie, but not pumpkin. <laughs> oh, right. That's Lania's fucking... She gets the closing line. She gets the closing line, and then it pans over to, like, the Jacko head. Which, I, why is that in the location that it's at? But like, okay. I don't know. I have no idea. And then credits. And and at this point, it's been about five minutes since we've heard Fred or Steve on the commentary track. Because <laughs> they've had enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's Jacko. That is certainly Jacko. Um, so, so what is this in your treat bag, Sean? Um, I don't know if this is showing up on camera, but there's some kind of fly coming around here. Uh, that's what is in my goddamn <laughs> treat bag. It's it's it, you know what it came out of like a nougat bar when I went to go bite into oh, it. Oh no! And and I threw up profusely for like five hours straight. Was that fly the one that Beetlejuice is trying to catch when he puts the zagnut out? Uh, that one's a little bit better put together. Oh, okay, say. gotcha. Okay, this movie, man, like. I hate to always be the one shitting on independent film on this show because I understand how hard it is to make a movie. It is also your opinion, and that's fine. I know, but I I, I, I just do don't want to sound like preface, a goddamn yeah. curmudgeon. That's okay. all. Sure. This movie fucking sucks. <laughs> I, uh, <sighs> this is Steve's life work. And, and, what are you talking about? And I understand why Fred just made fun of him for an hour and a half, yeah. even though it was very unprofessional. It was mm -hmm. it made me laugh more than this film. Yeah. Uh man, there's an idea here, man, and and like. This is a pretty good idea, I would argue. Yeah, I mean, the monster looks really good, and again, some of those kills are okay, I mean, especially for our film of this budget, again, that has no budget, more or less. Yeah. But goddamn, just, like, a lot of this doesn't work. Like, okay, yeah, you got Lenny in the shower, but, like, why is she just in the shower for two minutes? Uh, again, why know. is this a family film except for a couple of nude scenes and some over-the-top gore? Like, I, I can understand why Steve was a little frustrated. <laughs> a little. Uh, I, this is just like cobbled together, man. This is like Frankenstein's fucking monster, but this is like the <laughs> unbound version. It just doesn't look right. Uh, listen, I, I hope this guy turned some kind of profit because I maybe maybe he got something for the. For the I, I hope that this film does well. Like, I, again, just for the novelty alone of the commentary, I would highly recommend just picking it up. Oh, you mean the disc you specifically? The di the, the yeah, disc does yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I this is a cult classic. Is this considered a cult classic? Um. Yeah, I, I would say not in like this, in these not, kind of circles. Okay, right? Yes, it's like like the VHS horror community yeah. kind of low budget, like bottom of the barrel fucking you know horror stuff. Fred Fred return, refers to this as a shit pickle, which no. I guess is what some of the negative reviews were calling it at mm. the time. I don't know exactly what that means per se. I guess I can put the pieces together, but like 
uh, man, this movie is just bad, man. Like, uh, I, I, I feel like I'm repeating myself because I really have nothing else to add besides that it's bad. Well, then wrap I, it up. It's just not good. It's just not good, man. <laughs> I. This is a film like there's a lot of movies we covered that I like would sit here and be like, oh, that'd be fun to like return to one day sure. like, on a watch along our yeah. commentary track. I'm good. Never watching this again. Uh, except for maybe with the commentary trick, I wouldn't even bother doing our own because there's already one that's like so good we could never even match exactly. it. Exactly. We could never top that commentary track that's uh, already done for it. Again, I know I said it at least two or three times, but like if if the sound of this movie is like is like needles in the ear, just watch it for the fucking commentary, man. Like I, I can't say it enough. The commentary, I'm not and I'm not like trying to say like put like mean spirited shit on a pedestal per se, but it is just hilarious the way these guys yeah. go at it. Uh, the novelty of it is, is yeah, is fun. and and again, the picture's amazing, and and the few good things I'll say about this besides the 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 monster is that um the camera uh, angle, like the the cinematography, cinematography is mm-hmm. pretty good in this, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Uh, uh, this might be the worst film we watched this year for me. This is worse than Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> this is worse than Halloween Ends. I'd rather watch this than Halloween this Resurrection. Is, this is like way worse than like a Theodore Rex. Uh, and I, not even comparable. I'm bringing it up specifically because people like the shit on that film. Yeah, sure. It, this is just awful, man. And and I'm I'm coming back to Haunted <laughs> Ween, man. Two years in a row, two just total fucking goose eggs for me, man. <laughs> I got nothing else. I got nothing else. <laughs> this is. Uh, let me see. Let me see what this is. Um. This is a now and later for hmm. me. Okay. I used to not really like now and laters. I hated getting them in my uh candy bag. Sure. But then I grew to like them. And I'm not quite sure why. I think because they hurt my teeth a lot and I have like sensitive teeth and <laughs> they're they, memorable. No, they're like they're hard and you gotta like suck on I think that's the whole point is to soften them up or mm-hmm. whatever. And I think this I think that kind of encapsulates Jacko. Like this is your first rodeo with this. Yeah. So, so in terms of that, it's hard. It's kind of shitty. You don't want to keep it in your mouth. You want to spit it out. You know, it's hard to eat the first time for sure. But when you keep it in your mouth for a while, it starts to soften up and then become enjoyable. Okay. Right? And that's how I feel about Jacko. Um, I had a really good time watching it. I, I, I do like this movie. It's not a very good movie, but I, I do like watching it, especially because I only really watch it around this time well, anyway. Sure. It's not like I reach for it and I'm like, you got to see Jacko. You know what I mean? But it is a. It's a it's kind of an it's an anomaly is what it is. It's like it's it's this cobbled together fucking film that, you know, um, poor Steve thought he was going to make something of quality. And it's like, dude, this was doomed from the beginning. Yeah. And the fact that this fucking movie was even made and like cobbled together from pre-existing footage and then like a script written around that from a story that's kind of cool that could have worked um is kind of funny to me like when people ask say like oh what what movie could you remake what would be a good remake i think jacko would be that because i would agree there's a lot of potential here um that is just not present in the film itself because of again like we're shooting on weekends and like there's no money and all that stuff despite that like you said, I I think some of the cinematography in this is really good, and some of the lighting in this is really oh, good, yeah. and the atmosphere too. I think they nail it. I mean, there are some scenes that suck, but like there are some scenes that are like really well put together, like better than they have any right to be, um, in my opinion. Uh, but uh, yeah, the retro media disc is is <laughs> fly, man. But yeah, I would say I would I would recommend picking up the disc if you're fans if you're a fan of like low budget films and um just kind of 
oddball wacky shit like I, I i there's nothing that uh makes me happier than these old flicks and like all of this all, all of these kinds of movies being put together and like the kind of effort that it took to make them and stuff like that did you get them still trying to kill it okay it's like a breaking bad <laughs> so yeah i would say i would say that like you know I, i'm not recommending this in a in a way where like you gotta see this it's fucking great it's more like it's first of all, it's worth buying for the commentary track alone, because I think that 2002 DVD is out of print. Um, so you can get that again and own that. And I'm a big uh, I'm a big uh, proprietor of uh, owning physical media. Clearly, you don't say you don't say. <laughs> um, so I like to, you know, I like to pres- have them for myself. Oh, yeah. No, you know same. what I mean? But with that being said, it's a it's cozy to me. It's it, it hit it has all of the hallmarks of a good bad movie. Um everybody was trying really hard on this one. And that's why I think it's watchable and I think it's fun and enjoyable. Um this is not a bad movie that was made bad on purpose. No. This is just an unfortunate circumstantially uh uh evident film that people involved were trying to make the best thing they could and <laughs> And this is what was shot out the other end, despite money, despite shooting constrictions and all that restrictions and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, it does feel Halloweeny in, in a fun way. In it, it feels Halloweeny in the sense of like since it's low budget, it feels like a lot like being a kid and what Halloween was like for me mm. with like your parents getting dressed up and like decorating and stuff and like going trick or treating and shit like that. I don't know. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's. It's not very good. I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to fucking pull your dick and be like, oh, yeah, you should totally check it out because it's great. Um, it's not very good, but um, I think it's a uh, a cozy little film, um, especially to fire up during the uh, the Halloween season, for sure. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um. So we, we got don't have a lot of news, but we, we got an event coming up soon. Yeah, we sure do. Uh, November 11th, 12th and 13th. We'll be at Monster Mania at uh, Oaks, PA. Uh, so definitely come out of that. We're going to have a table. We're oh gonna, yeah, we're gonna have some MD stuff oh, for you. We are gonna be hanging out. We're gonna have a whole fucking table. We're gonna be chilling. I think I got it. Wow! After all that, I the whole episode—it's it. <laughs> finally dead. <laughs> we're gonna be hanging out. Definitely come by, say hello. Uh, maybe buy some stuff if you if you'd be so inclined. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have some new uh, exclusive stuff at that show. We're gonna have some tapes. We're gonna have some stickers. We're gonna have all kinds of good stuff. Um, and yeah, we're gonna have a fucking blast. It's Monster Mania is always a good time, and I'm very excited to because we're from New Jersey, yeah. so we've always Cherry Hill has been a staple for us. the The one that they hold in Cherry Hill has been a staple for us for for years, <sighs> twenty years, years and years, least, and years like since they started. Um, so it's fun to uh, have them come out to PA and 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 kind of experience that over there. So I think it's going to be a really good time and we can't wait to see you. Please come out and hang out with us and say hi and take pictures and yes. all that kind of fun shit. And for that $2 tier on Patreon, you can get those junk mails. Junk Mail 7 is out now. Uh, and we, we we do have some more stuff planned. Uh, we yes. have some commentary tracks coming. We're still playing a little catch up. Uh, but that that's also going to be on Patreon. Again, patreon.com slash movie dumpster. Uh, and commentary tracks are, are five and ten dollar tiers. So if you want to check that out. Yeah. But we're rounding the bases. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I said, like we said in the beginning, uh, this is the only other official trick or trash episode you're going to get. But we also got some ripe reviews for you. We mm. have some commentary tracks coming. We have a watch along we'll be doing and all that good stuff. Halloween ends. We just put out our Halloween ends review, which yes. if you haven't fucking seen that, <laughs> uh, me and Joe, we had this brilliant idea to just, uh, you know. 
torture ourselves in that review. Well, it, it, we went out in style, I think, is what we did. Um, I, I could say I definitely went out somewhere. I was hitting the can about six, seven, eight times after that one. I will tell you all the horrible night that I had afterwards on our live show, so stay tuned for that. Yes. Uh, look it up. <laughs> we did the... Oh, by the way, if you don't know what we're talking I, I about... I guess, yeah, you should at least yeah, spell yeah. it out a little so, bit. So, so go check out our ripe review of Halloween Ends. Uh, we do the Piquet One Chip... Or, yeah, the Piquet One Chip Challenge uh, for 2022, the one that turns your fucking tongue blue. Mm. Um, it was a uh, an experience for sure. It was definitely a blue meanie. Oh, yeah. But with that being said, yeah, that, that's it for Trick or Trash this year, folks. Um, sorry it wasn't bigger and more uh, grandiose as we usually do. Uh, again, uh, thank you for your patience and your support. And uh, we will be back in action next year, full fucking throttle. And we'll be back to getting, we'll be, we'll be having a big giveaway again. We'll have three in the pocket. We'll be doing all kinds of good stuff. We're going to be doing our promos again. It's just been a crazy fucking year. Um, and you've all been so understanding and it's been awesome. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're listening on uh, your favorite podcast app. Um, and yeah, before you run out of here, make sure you please like this video, share this video if you dig it. Um, and if you're listening on your, on your podcast app, please leave a five star review. Um, if you dig it because it helps us get out of the bottom of the dumpster into more eardrums and into more eye holes um so if you're digging the show you know do it do us a solid for sure i know there's a lot of people that always lurk there's a lot we got a lot of watchers right that yeah. don't that don't necessarily act but they like to consume right and, and just that little bit of time would help us so much um if you do enjoy the show and you want to keep seeing us do it so it, that that's very helpful um we will catch you for our live watch along over on Patreon, and we hope you have a fucking amazing happy Halloween and you're doing spooky shit. Uh, maybe you're watching Jacko. I don't know. You definitely watch this review, but uh, yeah, crack some pumpkin beers and uh, enjoy. So, Joe, happy Halloween, motherfucker. <laughs> so that's it. That's Jacko from 1995, directed by Steve Latshaw. I'm Joel Escola. And I'm Sean O'Rourke. Thanks for visiting the dumpster, and happy Halloween. Thank you